Kiss. Tell you what's good. It's a good thing we live close because I almost suffocated in that car. Hello, Next welcome to Press Start Track. I'm your host, Darren. And today we're going to be talking about Crystal Ball from the compilation album Crystal Ball. There was another album that was to be called Crystal Ball. <laughs> this is the title track of what that album would have been. Mm. Uh, but this album is not that album. Uh, Prince just liked to make things extra confusing. Uh, recorded on the 17th of April 1986 at the Galpin Boulevard home studio uh, with uh, Claire Fisher adding some strings on the 4th of August 1986 at his Ocean Way studio uh, and released eventually on the 29th of January 1998. On the track we have Prince, we have Susanna um, and we have Claire Fisher of course. Uh, the track is 10 minutes 28 and joining me to talk about it today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello Zachary. Hello. Uh, now this is something that I feel I'm going to get into a lot more with the kind of tracks as we go on. Um, there are a number of tracks on this album that I won't be covering because essentially I've already covered them mm-hmm. uh, because there are quite a few remixes on this album. <laughs> Um, you know, like, so I don't feel like we need to discuss, you know, a remix of P Control separately to the original song. Um, you know, the, so most of the, most of this album is archival material, but from two very specific time periods. Uh, you have stuff from like 85, 86 mm-hmm. uh, with one song from 1983. And then you have songs from 94, 95 and even 96. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> There seems to be this weird thing where Prince was shy about releasing stuff from the vault from 87 through to 93. Right. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that makes me feel like um, I think that like having the truth as a bonus album helps out because otherwise I would feel that this is a really disappointing collection. Um, like there's a lot more stuff that's in the vault that could have been put on this. That would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah, like, I'm. Sh- I'm sure people people were excited to hear you know songs that Prince had played live the year before this came out. Right. Or, you know the the year before this was compiled. But like I don't know how excited people are for a, like a live version of Days of Wild that goes on for nine minutes. Like, or a or a Shock G remix of of anything. <laughs> yeah, like it's, I, I, I don't know. It's, it feel it feels like there's there's a kind of there's a time and place in Minnesota, um, you know. Uh, going to the Glam Slam on like a Saturday and Prince playing various you know remixes of songs that he's just recorded, that I'm sure Prince has a fondness for right. and enjoyed, but it's it's not a time that I have any memories of, yeah. <laughs> so I feel no fondness for you know a, a remix of you know um, uh, the Continental that is called <laughs> Tell Me How You Want Me to, uh, Tell Me How You Want to Be Done like. And goes on for like seven minutes. Like, <laughs> like I wasn't, I wasn't at Glam Slam. The DJ wasn't playing that song. I don't care about that remix. <laughs> and you know, even some of the other songs, like you know, I actually this, this title track, obviously, which we're about to discuss, I really enjoy. And mm. this is kind of this, this, this is the kind of caliber of material I think people wanted. Right. Um, you know, they they wanted. You know, we'd heard about the fact that you know. Um, Sign of the Times came from this triple album you know we'd heard about a lot of Camille stuff you know that was recorded and was never released you know at this point Rebirth of the Flesh even today still hasn't an official release right. why not put it on Crystal Ball you know it was recorded around <laughs> the time of the title track 
Um, you know, there, there are a ton of songs that were on the double album version of Dream Factory that aren't on here. You know, you've put the title track on. Why not? Why not give us two or three more tracks from that album? Um, you know, it's nice to have Rapop go to Zipper. Um, you mm-hmm. know, because obviously I don't want to have to buy the the, the Showgirls soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I, I, I just feel like this feels like such a big missed opportunity. Um, and it's worth saying that after Emancipation, Prince put out very little new material until we reach Rainbow Children. Right. Um, you know, it, you have you have the 30 songs that are on here. Um, the, even, even The Truth was mostly an album that had been re-recorded from an earlier project that was called The Dawn. So, you know, that's not 100% fresh material. Mm. Rave to the Joy Fantastic, that song was originally recorded in like 1981. So... You know, even a lot of the songs that were on New Power Soul were were kind of older tracks from you know Diamonds and Pearls era that were re-recorded. Um, you know, and then then you had um, you know the Vault, which itself is a lot of material from like I don't know ninety two through to ninety five. Right, <laughs> like, right. There's there's a lot of kind of you know archival material being released in this kind of like five year period between emancipation and rainbow children mm. and it feels like as a prince as a prince fan you're like well it's nice that we've got all this material but could we not have like something new or <laughs> some something more interesting than just a bunch of remixes you know if i wanted remixes i'd buy the cd singles of you know, whatever <laughs> yeah you know? it's um, slightly sobering uh when you think about you know because obviously as as fans we're all eagerly awaiting hearing more from the vault and that's been you know even when the original crystal ball was released in 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 98 the vault was already like this mythical legendary thing but if you think about what's on crystal ball it, it it's kind of concerning like how much of what's left in the vault i mean they they say you know an album every year for 100 years how many of those albums are by carmen electra how many of them are just you know kirk johnson remixes of of different songs like it it, it kind of uh it, it's a good um it's a good way to keep your expectations in check when you remember that uh a, a, a good amount of what's been locked up is probably it, it's probably not amazing <laughs> so yeah uh, which is probably why I'm not going to cover any of that stuff. Right. Um, you know, like Prince released this, you know, Prince put stuff out for a reason. You know, he kind of prepared stuff. You know, he came up with the artwork as, as during the 90s. Things get very kind of MS paint yeah. um, in terms of the artwork. But like, you know, he put some thought into what each of these albums should be. Um, and I don't feel like, you know, the vault can can possibly kind of measure up to to kind of what's already out and whoever puts those albums together uh, you know i think they'll they'll put some thought into it but obviously they're not the they're not the, the creator they're not the person who created those things they kind of don't know exactly what prince was intending with, right. with certain songs um you know there was obviously talk of a crystal ball volume two mm. um you know but it you know it just kind of never happened and it's worth saying as well that you know crystal ball initially was a five cd set um, you had the three CDs of Crystal Ball, you had The Truth, and then you had uh, the Karma Sutra uh, mm. was the was the fifth disc. Um, an album, again, that I'm not going to cover in depth because, uh, you know, it's it's the MPG orchestra for, you know, whoever that actually was. Uh, it's not it's not really counted as a Prince album, whereas right. The Truth is counted as a Prince album. Um, so and it's worth saying as well, you know, that um, the distribution of this album was something of a bone of contention with a number of Prince fans. <laughs> There was there were report there were stories of people being charged up to five times 
for the for the for the you know the actual thing and you know there was a lot of kind of international kind of taxes were put on when people ordered abroad um you know people would order it and it would take months and months and months before they eventually got it uh, originally the the you know the crystal ball you know came in a a clear case that was meant to look like a crystal ball um <laughs> but obviously you know that didn't ship well so you know it ended up breaking <laughs> Uh, there was just like a whole lot of kind of, you know, issues with getting this out there. You know, Prince made this available via the phone number 1-800-NEW-FUNK. Mm. Um, you could order it via the website thedawn.com. Um, you know, like he, he was, he basically had no distributor on this. This is like, this is the interesting thing is after having that, that, you know, the one album deal with EMI, uh, obviously then EMI fell apart. So <laughs> it's not like he could have had a second one album deal with EMI. Um, you know, Prince basically decided to kind of go back to, you know, the kind of model that helped with Most Beautiful Girl in the World, except he did it without a distributor. <laughs> he <Right>. just <laughs> he just kind of put an order into a, a CD production factory and said, once we've got enough money, we will make these CDs. Mm. Uh, so something that essentially it's like a, it's like a Kickstarter. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like once Prince reached the amount that it was worth him doing the actual first run of CDs, then the CDs were, were made and they were posted out. Right. But that took months and months and months. And initially as well, fans were promised that this would be exclusive to 1-800-NEW-FUNK. You know, you wouldn't be able to get this anywhere else. And then it was put into, you know, record stores, you know, a, a few months after most of the fans had uh, had got their CDs. In fact, there were some people who were saying that they basically, they, they like the order they put in with 1-800-NEW-FUNK arrived after it was already available in record stores <laughs> and once it was in record stores, it cost a lot less than the you know fifty dollars that people were being charged. Right. Of course, Karma Sutra wasn't part of the package that was sent to record stores. So, I mean, technically speaking, what you got with the you know the the kind of crystal balls round <laughs> case and the five CDs wasn't available in record stores. It was exclusive. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of kind of fan disappointment. Yeah. Over the delays, you know. Um, and in what was referred to as the crystal ball fiasco. Uh, <laughs> this is always what I think about when, I mean, obviously with the way that Prince's estate is being handled now, there's a lot of controversy and a lot of concern in the fan community. And, uh, you know, some people are even saying like Prince would never have, have run things this way. And um, I always think back to crystal ball and I think, you know, Prince might've actually made a, a a worse disaster of this than it's like <laughs> be careful what you wish for so uh <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's always good to it's always good to to remember these things that even when he was around things were definitely not perfect and you know uh the co- i mean technically speaking prince released a new album in 1997 but the copyright for most of this album is listed as 1997 so mm. you know it just took until january <laughs> 1998 before the album kind of you know was finally being delivered um, although it wasn't until the 21st of March 1998 that it went to record stores. Um, and that was around the time that I bought the, the CD. And, uh, you know, I think this was the first Prince album that I bought um, on CD without ever owning it on cassette. Hmm. Um, you know, everything up to this point, I kind of bought on cassette and then later bought on CD. Right, um, right. So, did, did it but, come uh, out on cassette? Probably. I don't think it did, actually. Not really? Huh. I don't think it was available on cassette. I think yeah, it was that only been a, a lot CD of release. <laughs> 
It would have, yes, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm sure, given the like, given the fact that you could put a bit more stuff on cassettes than you could on a CD, I'm sure you could have took those four CDs and fit, fitted them onto three cassettes quite easily. But you know, I think Prince's deal to you know to make the uh, you know to make the, the this album was only through a CD manufacturer. I don't think he ever kind of contacted um, you know anyone to make it on cassette. Um, you know, orders were placed by people on the fourth of July, nineteen ninety-seven. That's when they were made <laughs> available. It took ten. It took a hundred thousand orders before they could ship. So that shows you how long it took for Prince to get a hundred thousand orders placed uh, from the fourth of July, nineteen ninety-seven, to the 29th of January, nineteen ninety-eight. So it was basically six weeks, and then even then, people didn't get their orders for you know months after that. Some were given a T-shirt as as a kind of way to to kind of you know um you know kind of say to them sorry for taking so long yeah. on the order with Some that amazing give... cover art like what a <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um some some were given um you know a copy of the emancipation lyric book which previously you know you had to, you had to buy for 30 dollars um and some were given you know a cassette of the war um you know as a bonus like it, i think prince was trying to kind of you know, um, kind of apologized for the delay. You know, obviously he knew something had gone wrong. Um, so, you know, it's it's just the fact that, you know, Prince tried to kind of make it up to people by giving them extra stuff. Uh, but at the same time, when you're charging people five times for the same credit card payment of $50. Right. I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you're kind of burning your bridges. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, once it was released into the charts, it only got to number 62 on uh, on the Billboard Top 200, which, you know, not a bad placing for, you know, a four CD set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it got to number 59 on the top R&B albums. Um, only spent about a month on there, you know. And I think, I think, you know, kind of reaction to it was a little muted because it's like so many remixes, so many songs that people... <laughs> weren't caring that much about like who really wanted to hear poom poom and she gave her angels like there's a whole lot of stuff that i think you know i think actually the selection that's on the vault is a little bit more interesting than than kind of the 30 songs that you get here right um you know and that's only 10 songs long so you know someone at warner brothers had a, a better ear for for how to arrange a collection and kind of make it interesting um, and make it so that the fans uh, kind of enjoyed it. Um, so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Zachary? Sure. So I uh, have my own chronological Prince uh, project called Dance Music Sex Romance. It's a blog. There is also a podcast where I interview just, you know, smart people uh who like to think and and talk about prints uh and i also recently put out a magazine which the first issue is all kind of prints related writing and art uh i'm really proud of how it came out it's called dystopian dance party and you can get it uh in digital and physical form on blurb.com you can also get it for kindle on amazon and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here zach oh thank you for having me and otherwise so you like my crib it's not mine it's ready say how much did you have to drink what's the beast like you've ever been in so do you like environmental records crickets chirping water rushing Supposed to make you horny, just make me want to go to the bathroom. Actually, this one's not bad. Check it out. So, like, what's your name? Oh, wow, that's dog.